Blog Talk Radio. All right, genius, you, you ready to get out of here and get this thing started, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. on, I'm on top of it. What's, what's he going to do? This ain't my car. Give me the keys. What do you mean the keys? You know, well, I need the keys. Key. You just press hey, the button right there. Yeah. Yeah. You press the button. I got the key back here. Press, press, press the button. button. Yeah, <laughs> no, the button. man, no, I, I need a key. Hey, uh, man, this is a new car, man. This is one of them, you know, 2000. Oh, man, this is stupid. I don't want to do that, man. But, yeah, I gotta protect well, you, my finger, well, man. Well, you just sit there in that case. Oh, man, man so genius, I knew you were gonna act like that. Button, Come on, man, let's get this get thing moving. Come on, boy. All you gotta do is press you the button. Let's go. Okay, well, I'll, this is the key. Okay, I'll press it then.
everybody. Welcome to the Grotto. Yes, it's your pal, Daddy G, online, streaming to you live. Yeah, welcome, 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 welcome. My, Your pal, Daddy G, and my pal, Starzan, is also here. And while we do a little warming up, because we need it up here tonight, it's a little chilly tonight. A little chilly today, hot tamale. But uh, spring is coming. Winter's last few gasps are occurring. So <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's warm things up here in the grotto with a little music so we can take off our pantaloons. Tape five. She called me more Swing dooby doo 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 Like Betty Boo He said tonight Just a bean Try something keen Like Betty 
some souls going because uh well souls delicious for one thing and uh we need some souls going around here in the grotto tape five again here we go
Yeah, Soulzalicious. Man, those guys know how to do music pretty well, don't they? Tape 5, everybody. Okay. Yeah, back to this uh, making connections, bridging gaps, um, reaching out, crashing borders, crashing barriers with music. Yeah, it's a pretty good concept. And, uh, you know, music has destroyed barriers historically for a very long time. And this whole thing with the Ukraine going on is uh, is uh, disturbing, you know. We have a guy in the Ukraine who is a lead vocalist for Leonid and Friends, uh, the band that's featured on this show pretty regularly. And uh, he is in Kiev, lives there. He's Ukrainian. And every day he's been posting little clips, uh, you know, this kind of a report as to how he's doing, how things are going in Kiev and so forth. And he, today he did a little recording. He did a song. It was just him and a microphone and a guitar in his apartment, I guess, in Kiev. And uh, I snagged it. I got the recording and I'm going to play it for you here right now. This is our buddy, Serge. I'm going to attempt to pronounce his last name. <laughs> it's Tia Tiagni Riadno. T I A G N R I A D N O. Okay. Tia Riadno. Tiagni Riadno. Anyway, he's uh quite a guy. He's he was saying that you know the the next sound you hear could be your last. So things are pretty sketchy going on there in Kiev, and he recorded this song this morning and i'm going to play it for it right now it's a phil collins cover from uh the uh, hold on here we go surge from ukraine i can feel it coming in the air tonight hold on I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord, can you feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord, oh Lord, well if you told me you were drowning, I would not Seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know if you know who I am. Well, I was there and I saw what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. So you can wipe out the grin. I know where you've been. It's all been a pack of lies. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. 
Surgeon Keeve doing his cover of the Phil Collins tune, Hold On. Hey, Ford Prefect has joined the grotto, and we weren't even coming apart. Welcome, Ford. Have an e-cocktail. Have a gargle blaster. (laughs) Yeah, smoke some of those hot, fresh soles. Come on in. I think you can hear me okay now. I I think I have the microphone issue sorted, finally, thanks to my sister. Thank you, my sister, for letting me get the headset. She made a great bowl of soup today, by the way, guys. It was uh, oh, yeah, amazing. Chicken soup, and it can't hurt. Yeah, thank you, Deb. My sister, Deb, Pink Warrior 218, is also in the house. Yes. So, uh, it's March, okay? Happy March, everybody. Uh, March 5th, the fifth day into this month. And being as how it's the first show of March, we always play this at March. And we're going from Serge in Kiev to Sergio. Of course, Sergio Mendes, Brazil, 66 waters from March. Here we go. It's the 
77. Yeah, we went from Serge to Sergio, and we're going to go back into Sergio Mendes again for this one, just because uh, I want to. Brazil 66, 11 years earlier. <laughs> this one featuring Lonnie Hall, one of the vocalists who uh, turned out, ended up being Mrs. U, Mrs. Herb Alpert. Yeah, Lonnie Hall. Here we go. Este samba que me estou 
with Lonnie Hall on vocals. Yeah, here we go. Moving on, we're talking about the, I feature this band quite frequently on the Daddy G Show, this band Playing for Change. Uh, a, I forget how many people, there's a handful of guys in some recording equipment and videotaping equipment and went around the world with uh, microphones and so forth catching these street musicians and buskers and, and uh, you know, just musicians all over the place. And they mix them in real time with one another from oceans away, and they come up with these songs and produce, you know, just really dazzling stuff. Well, they've come up with another one. And this is, uh, if baby, if there's anything that needs to <laughs> happen right now, it's this song. It's uh, from Cat Stevens' Peace Train, and God, we all need to get on that, baby. And Cat Stevens is also in a bit part in this one. Here we go, the latest from Playing for Change, Peace Train. Now I've been happy lately Thinking about good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Now I've been smiling lately Thinking about the 
been crying lately Thinking about the world as it is Why must we go on hating? Why can't we live in bliss? Get on that train. The rest of the world needs to get on that train, too. That's uh, Plank for Change's latest, the Peace Train, featuring Cat Stevens and a little bit, little tiny part at the end. I don't know. Anyway, Plank for Change is uh, one of the first bands I ever featured on Blog Talk Radio on a Daddy G show. And, God, they've been around for, oh, 10, 12 years or so now and uh, doing songs. But this is the very first song that they did. And this is the very first song that I've ever played on the Daddy G Show. Here we go. Playing for Change. This song says, uh, no matter who you are, no matter where you go in your life, at some point you're going to need somebody to stand by you. Just as long as your people come and 
First song that they ever re- recorded, Playing for Change, Stand By Me. Yeah, a couple of those musicians, I don't recall their names, and I'm not going to look them up. You can look them up. 
or playing for playingforchange.com. It's all very detailed. But uh, a couple of them have passed away since that recording was done. So, P guys and everybody else, and I'm going to keep on playing a few more playing for change bits. Okay. Uh, how about some tamales? Somebody pass the tamales.
What key is it in, Robbie?
Traigan aquí 
la sierra, al pie de los magallanes, y que me cubra esta tierra, es una Dios change <laughs> we go hey yeah you guys sing divinely you really do okay there you go brett and for being such a good singer i got a good singer for you the chairman before i cue this this goes out to both brett and my sister and uh all you other gamblers out there here we go They call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt At times you have a very unladylike way of running out You're on this date with me The pickings have been lush And yet before this evening is over, you might give me the brush. You might forget your manners. You might refuse to stay. And so the best that I can do is pray. Be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight Let a gentleman see How nice a dame you can be I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with Luck be a lady with me A lady doesn't leave her escort it isn't fair 
It isn't nice A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice Let's keep this party polite Never get out of my sight Baby, I'm the fella you came in with Luck be lady tonight Gentlemen, see just how nice, how nice a, a dame you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Hey, luck, be a lady with me. A lady doesn't leave. It isn't fair And it's not nice A lady doesn't wander All over the room And blow on some Other guy's dice So let's keep the party polite Never get out of my sight Baby, I'm the guy that you came in with Luck be a lady Luck be a lady
Ronnie Machos, Town Without Pity. Time for some comedy. Our regularly scheduled programming will not be seen at this time, so we may bring you this CNBC special presentation. This is, this is, this is CNBC, CNBC, CNBC. Our business is lies. Lies. Damn lies. Everybody lies. We spread propaganda. We sort of spread it everywhere. It's all nonsense and hooey. Phony as baloney. It's BS, if you will. Because we are bought and paid for by the system. We promise. We promise. We promise. We will never, never give you honest and transparent information. So let's not forget that we make things up. We just make things up here again. We're just making things up. You bet we do. The NBC. Ta-da. Thank you, John Stewart, for that one from uh, John Stewart. His new show on Apple TV, The Problem. Excellent show. Yeah. Tune it in if you, if you get Apple TV. If you don't have Apple TV, I recommend it. There's some good stuff on there. Anyway, it's a snippet that he put together uh, parodying <laughs> CNBC. Here we go. Some more comedy. How about some American bullshit from Carla? But you do know, folks, living in this country, you're bound to know that every time you're exposed to advertising, you realize once again that America's leading industry, America's most profitable business is still the manufacture, packaging, distribution, and marketing of bullshit. High quality, grade A, prime cut, pure American bullshit. And the sad part is, is that most people seem to have been indoctrinated to believe that bullshit only comes from certain places, certain sources, advertising, politics, salesmen, not true. Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. Parents are full of shit. Teachers are full of shit. Clergymen are full of shit. And law enforcement people are full of shit. This entire country, this entire country is completely full of shit and always has been, from the Declaration of Independence to the Constitution to the Star-Spangled Banner, it's still nothing more than one big steaming pile of red, white, and blue all-American bullshit. Because think of how we started. Think of that. This country was founded by a group of slave owners who told us all men are created equal. Oh yeah, all men, except for Indians and niggers and women, right? Always like to use that authentic American language. This was a small group of unelected white male landholding slave owners who also suggested their class be the only one allowed to vote. Now that is what's known as being stunningly and embarrassingly full of shit. And I think, I think Americans really show their ignorance when they say they want their politicians to be honest. What are these fucking cretins talking about? If honesty were suddenly introduced into American life, the whole system would collapse. No one would know what to do. Honesty would fuck this country up. And I think deep down, Americans know that. That's why they elected and re-elected Bill Clinton. That's why. Because, because the American people like their bullshit right out front where they can get a good, strong whiff of it. Clinton might be full of shit, but at least he lets you know it. Dole tried to hide it, didn't he? Dole kept saying, I'm a plain and honest man. Bullshit. 
People don't believe that. What did Clinton say? He said, hi, folks, I'm completely full of shit, and how do you like that? And the people said, you know something? At least he's honest. At least he's honest about being completely full of shit. It's just like the business world, same as business. Everybody knows by now, all businessmen are completely full of shit. Just the worst kind of low-life criminal cocksuckers you could ever want to run into. A fucking piece of shit businessman. And the proof of it, the proof of it is, they don't even trust each other. They don't trust one another. When a businessman sits down and negotiates a deal, the first thing he does is to automatically assume that the other guy is a complete lying prick who's trying to fuck him out of his money. So he's got to do everything he can to fuck the other guy a little bit faster and a little bit harder. And he's got to do it with a big smile on his face. You know that big bullshit businessman smile? And if you're a customer, whoa, that's when you get the really big smile. Customer always gets that really big smile as the businessman carefully positions himself directly behind the customer and unzips his pants and proceeds to service the account. I'm servicing this account. This customer needs service. Now you know what they mean. Now you know what they mean when they say, we specialize in customer service. Whoever coined the phrase, let the buyer beware, was probably bleeding from the asshole. But that's business. That's business. But in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe, in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day and the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do and if you do any of these ten things he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time but he loves you He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing and all wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars. They pay no taxes and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Tell the truth, don't be bullshitting people. Like I said, there's enough bullshit as it is. 
is enough bullshit as it is. In fact, there's just enough. Did you know that? There's just enough bullshit to hold things together in this country. Bullshit is the glue that binds us as a nation. Where would we be without our safe, familiar American bullshit? Land of the free, home of the brave, the American dream. All men are equal, justice is blind, the press is free, your vote counts. <laughs> Business is honest, the good guys win, the police are on your side, God is watching you, your standard of living will never decline, and everything is going to be just fine. The official national bullshit story. I call it the American okey-doke. Every one of those items is provably untrue at one level or another, but we believe them because they're pounded into our heads from the time we're children. That's what they do with that kind of stuff. They put it in the heads of kids. They pound it in there because kids, they know kids are too young to be able to mount a sophisticated argument against these kind of ideas. And so uh, kids, and up to a certain age, by the way, kids are going to believe everything a grown-up tells them, everything. So, they, so kids never learn to question things. Nobody questions things in this country anymore. Nobody questions things. Why? People are too fat and happy. People are way too fucking prosperous for their own good. Everyone's got a cell phone that'll make pancakes and rub their balls now, you know? <laughs> so, nobody wants, nobody wants to rock the boat. And people, people just, uh, gizmo, Americans have been silenced, bought off and silenced by gizmos and toys. And as a result, no one's ever learned to question things. No one questions things in this country anymore. No one questions things. Now, okay. You remember Barbara Bush? I call her the silver douchebag. You remember her? <laughs> Barbara Bush. She is the mother of Governor George Bush. I call him Governor Bush because that's the only elected office he ever held legally in our country. Okay? George Bush, Governor Bush. I don't care where they hang his portrait, I don't care how big his library is, he'll always be Governor Bush. I don't even capitalize his name when I type it anymore. So she's the mother of Governor George Bush, she's also the wife of his father, George H.W. Bush, who did become president in the normal, legal, traditional manner. And when he did, she came along for the ride as first lady and that's been the tradition up till now a man has been elected and the woman has come along for the ride as the first lady and usually as in american life in general the woman is condescended to patronized given something to do to keep her busy a lot of times they give her a charity or a cause something she can champion betty ford was told to drink remember that <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was Betty Ford's assignment. Betty, you get drunk and get totally fallen down, fucked up, shit-faced drunk, okay? You just get fucked up drunk, and we'll hose you down, baby. We'll hose you down. We'll put you in a facility. You'll get sober, and then we'll put your name in the facility. Liza Minnelli can get sober, and everything's going to be okay, right? That was her assignment. Barbara Bush's assignment was getting children to read. Remember that? Getting children to read. They figured she had had so much success with George.
that she would be a natural to get children to read, which misses the point completely. Not important to get children to read. Children who want to read are going to read. Kids who want to learn to read are going to learn to read. Much more important to teach children to question what they read. Children should be taught to question everything, to question everything they read, everything they hear. Children should be taught to question authority. Parents never teach their children to question authority because parents are authority figures themselves and they don't want to undermine their own bullshit inside the household. So they stroke the kid and the kid strokes them and they all stroke each other and they all grow up all fucked up and they come to shows like this. Kids have to be warned that there's bullshit coming down the road. That's the biggest thing you can do for a kid. Tell them what life in this country is about. It's about a whole lot of bullshit that needs to be detected and avoided. That's the best thing you can do. No one told me. No one told me a thing like that. I was never warned about any of this. I had to find all of it out for myself. And there are still, as with you probably, a lot of things that you're expected to believe and accept in America that... Uh, I personally have a problem with, and I question a lot of these things. Give you an example. I saw a slogan on the guy's car that said, proud to be an American. And I thought, well, what the fuck does that mean? Proud to be an American. You see, I've never understood national pride. I've never understood ethnic pride. Because uh, I'm Irish, and I'm all four of my grandparents were born in Ireland, so I'm fully Irish. And when I was a kid, I would go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I noticed that they sold a button that said, proud to be Irish. And I could never understand that because I knew that on Columbus Day, they sold a different button that said, proud to be Italian. Then came black pride and Puerto Rican pride. And I could never understand ethnic or national pride. Because to me, pride should be reserved for something you achieve or attain on your own, not something that happens by accident of birth. Being Irish... <laughs> Being Irish isn't a skill, it's a fucking genetic accident. You wouldn't say I'm proud to be 5'11", I'm proud to have a predisposition for colon cancer. So why the fuck would you be proud to be Irish or proud to be Italian or American or anything? If, hey, if you're happy with it, that's fine. Do that. Put that on your car. Happy to be an American. Be happy. Don't be proud. Too much pride as it is. Pride goeth before a fall. Never forget Proverbs, okay? Now, here's another slogan. Here's another slogan you run into all the time. God bless America. Once again, respectfully, I say to myself, what the fuck does that mean? God bless America? Is that a request? Is that a demand? Is that a suggestion? Politicians say it at the end of every speech, as if it was some sort of verbal tick that they can't get rid of. God bless you and God bless America. God bless you and God bless America. I guess they figure if they leave it out, someone's going to think they're bad Americans. Let me tell you a little secret about God, folks. God does not give a flying fuck about America, okay? He doesn't care. He never cared about this country. He never has. He never will. He doesn't care about this country any more than he cares about Mongolia, Transylvania, Pittsburgh, the Suez Canal, or the North Pole. He simply doesn't care, okay? He doesn't care. Listen, hey, there are 200 countries in the world now. Do these people honestly think that God is sitting around picking out his favorites? Why would he do that? Why would God have a favorite country? And why would it be America out of all the countries? Because we have the most money? Because he likes our national anthem? Maybe it's because he heard we have 18 delicious flavors of classic rice-a-roni.
And I want to thank you all for joining me tonight, even though I was not coming apart. Thank you, Deb, Pink Warrior 218, my lovely sister, Deb, and Brett. Thank you both for listening in. Ford Prefect, been kind of quiet tonight, but thank you also for listening in. And those of you listening in uh, in the archives and or other widgets. This is the last call for e-cocktails, but don't worry about cleaning up. Starzan's got that part handled. Have a happy and safe remainder of the weekend. And remember, I love me some y'all. Good night, everybody.